Welcome everyone to the first episode of Clearing the Paranormal. It is September 2023. I am your host, Demay Clark, and I have Janet Graham of Spirits Answers online with me. Hello, Janet. Hello, Amy. Today, we wanted to talk to you about the meaning of the title, Clearing the Paranormal. There's a lot of misinformation out there, whether it's about what paranormal is, to what paranormal activities are. In addition, um, we're both very aware that when people start mucking around with these energies without proper knowledge and education, they can actually cause a lot of harm to themselves, others, and the earth. So maybe today we can talk a little bit about what activities are good, which ones we should never do, as well as share some tips on how to keep yourself free of any attachments or energy attacks, how to know when you are being attacked and steps that you can um, take going forward. And I guess before, even before that, we should even talk about, you know, what these uh, paranormal beings are. Um, this is, of course, is going to be pretty high level. Uh, but before we start, Janet, maybe you could introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about yourself. I have been working in this field for a very long time, professionally about 23 years. I have 24 years. Oh, yeah. I'm older than I think. <laughs> um, I've had the gift all my life and always been able to feel and see things and hear things. And so I have been able to um, connect with spirit very easily. It's on a daily basis and there's not even any thought process. It just, I connect so quickly that they're always there. Right. So as a reader, I read people, I do uh, mediumships to talk to people who have passed. I have expanded into working in with past lives and helping people to release that with my partner in crime, Ame. <laughs> and <laughs> you do some of that on your own too. <laughs> well, yes, and so do you, but you know, I it works really great when we do it uh, together because it's like it gives the client a um, better understanding of things and helps them to um, clear all the negative of the past to, and helps them to move forward faster. So, and then I do, I'm a Holy Fire um, Reiki master, Holy Fire 2 Reiki master. Um and that has worked wonderful in everyday life and in helping um, myself and others to heal and to move forward. And then um, working with guides, working with uh, multidimensional beings. Mm -hmm. That has been um, an eye opener and it has been pretty amazing so I've done work with houses that are let's say have other world's people living in them mm -hmm. yes <laughs> yeah, well that's a good point because sometimes we think they're everybody thinks they're ghosts and that's not necessarily true there could be other uh, beings that are either in that space or we haven't talked about portals or anything or there there's an energy center there which we have labeled as a portal um, that they're coming in and out of absolutely absolutely and it's important that we can distinguish them from the earthbound spirits right so and yeah, and I mean, you touched on like the past life stuff and working with, and I think about, because we've known each other now for three years now, I think about three years, maybe a little yeah. longer. And I mean, it's so interesting how we met and it was through, you know, you were helping out an RMT, a gentleman comes in the office, you hand him a card and say, have your brother contact me. 
and you have a reading with the uh, fellow's brother and tell the brother he needs Reiki and he finds me and he tells me all about you and I reach out to you and then we connected and you've been a huge part of my business for the last I would say the last couple of years because of how we have figured out how this um, can work really well for um, our clients and for me I pick up the past life energy but I don't get all the colorful images and information I do sometimes so I look at it as like I am getting the outline and then with the client's permission I contact you and you're able to fill in all the the details and the pieces so it's been quite an interesting collaboration <laughs> it sure has been and it's been a lot of fun it helping people to see where they've been and how colorful or not so colorful their lives have been mm -hmm. but the lessons that they needed to learn and are continuing to learn until they break that cycle and learn that lesson it's very interesting and every every case is so different it's just fabulous i love doing this work oh, so do absolutely I. love it and i mean we do have fun and we're not trying to uh demean because I mean some people are going through a lot of pain and it's pretty upsetting and I mean some people are a little bit um, surprised or a bit I don't want to use the word freaked out because that has a different connotation but you know we just have been not at all ed well educated as to who we are our our history as humans who we were before we came here and it's, I mean, I just talk about it like everyday stuff about past lives and, and, and some of those past lives, I mean, you know, even for myself, I just kept thinking past lives was, you know, you were here on the earth before, not even thinking that, you know, past lives were on other planets. So it's just been really cool. And I think about when we first met and, you know, you were talking about angels and guides and your whole, um, database of of um lexicon whatever you want to call it of of you know instead of having one or two labels for these different beings you have come in contact and learned about all these different races some of them i've never heard of before we've had to do so a lot of research to find out who they are and you know and then passing that on to the client is always an interest. My favorite word is how interesting. <laughs> <laughs> so the best part of it all is though, um, always learning. I'm always learning. I'm always understanding. And it's just wonderful how this new knowledge is constantly coming in. Mm -hmm. And we can share that knowledge and help others with it. And it has been deeply healing for people once they get over the surprise of it, I think. But I think even for some people, when we talk about the past life stuff, like even though they might butt up against it because it's it's just not even within the realm of thinking, I think on some level they do connect with it because they ha then it becomes a knowing and some like, oh, you know, I haven't been able to figure, no one's been able to figure it out. Now this makes sense, even though it's hard to, to grasp it, right? Exactly. And it's good to understand that we're not just one single same person all the time. That we are... Thank God. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Just to think I just keep coming back this short. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. I like to think I was tall at least in one life. Oh, you're funny. <laughs> um, well, yeah, I so the tall I, people speak. <laughs> yes. So um, I think this would be a good point to kind of talk about the different kinds of beings. And certainly this is not, you know, um, an exhaustive list, but I think just to kind of, you know, either introduce people to it or remind people that yes we have guides that come and go in our lives there are angels ascended masters um archangels 
we have God, source, whatever you want to call that, um, whatever that means to you. Creator. Yep. Yep. To There's some, all it's all planet benevolent beings from multi a multitude of races. And then we have all the elementals. The fairies, yes. the sprites, the gnomes, uh, the gnomes, the gnomes, the gnomes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying that because of a story. Uh, but maybe you can just, you know, uh, shed a little bit more light on on um, who, you know, in our day-to-day -day lives, we do come into contact with these beings without even knowing it sometimes. Well, absolutely. You know, just like when you're driving your car and something in your gut tells you turn right and you go no no I always go left I'm going to go left you go left and what happens oh there's a traffic backed up for miles and miles because there was an accident but if you would have turned right you know you would have avoided all that yes so yes. listening to intuition that's basic 101 101 right listening to what um our our gut is telling us so and then our guides that little voice in your head that tells you these things there's your guides okay which guide is it hmm i don't know today which guide is going to come in and help me let's ask mm -hmm. so you're free to ask all your guides number one who are you Number two, what is your purpose in helping me? Number three, okay, let's get to work. What do I need to do? What's my next step? When you get a um, sentence that keeps rolling in your head over and over and over, that's one of the ways your guides are communicating with you, trying to tell you what you need to do next or what to, when you're stuck. Where do I need to go? How do I need to um, get in, in touch with the right people? All these little things, okay, are divinely guided. You just have to ask. Yes. And I think, you know, it's we were going to talk about this a little later on, but I think it's really important that when people do ask, or if they feel something come in and they're not sure that they have to ask them this energy, you know, are you here for my highest good? And if you're not, you have to leave and you have to leave now. Absolutely. So, yes. And then, you know, it's like, are you here for my highest good? And then pay attention to what you're experiencing. Some people sense the energy leaving. Some people actually get messages and then if you're still not sure, you can ask them to repeat back to you. Can you say, I am God, I am sovereign, I am free. And if they, they, they won't be able to if they're not a, there for your highest good. So Exactly. And that's the whole thing right there is it's all about for your highest good. Yes. Because and ask what being is here with me. Mm-hmm. Always ask. Yep. People have that um, tendency to just assume, and you can't assume. Yeah. You have to have an understanding of, okay, if you're here to help me, then uh, please tell me who you are. Yep. And how are you supposed to be helping guide me? Right. Very and you'll good. get your answers. And you'll get it. If you're, exactly. If you're, and you just sometimes it just takes a lot of practice. It's like using a muscle, right? Exactly. So, and, you know, the, we can connect through them. So then how do you connect? So some people do it through prayer. You can do it through Reiki or other energy work, meditation. Um, and then, you know, we don't think about the, what's on the planet that we can connect with that um, has an energetic connection with us and can give us messages. So, you know, we can talk to the trees. I've had lots of experience talking to trees, getting energies from trees, the plants, um, and some people have a deep connection with animals, some with birds, and we can even get energy and information from crystals. And, and, we can and fairies. Connecting, yeah, and connecting to that higher aspect of ourselves, right? Exactly. And so, like 
the elementals are so important in our everyday life. Yes. Yeah. Just being out there and you touch a tree. Okay. Mm-hmm. You see a little spark. Oh my goodness. That's a, a, a fairy or a, um, you know, a, a spirit from that tree or the leaves or the flowers. Mm-hmm. Yes. And just enjoy them. Embrace that. Yes. Walk in nature and listen and feel. Use all your senses. So Exactly. So now we want to talk about those lower light beings. There's just as many of them as there are the good ones. <laughs> Uh, some of them um, are just as bad it's like any race I mean we have human beings that are good and we have human beings that are bad so in these other races these off-planet beings it's the same mix of you know and then we have these really nasty ones who are not here for our highest good and they're here to prevent our growth and our purpose here Um, you know and then you can even get into like demons and possessed souls control souls and then there's like earthbound spirits. So that's people who have passed on. Um, some of the guides that are seated in the astral plane, um, they, you know, guides can have egos too, I which I didn't know, but found out that that is the case. Uh, and just because they're your guide um, they, and they have an ego doesn't mean they're always there for your highest good. And some of them are on this plane. Some can slip in and out. Um, and what else? Was, oh, and then shadow forms. We have we came in with a shadow form. Every cert- person on the planet came in with a shadow form. Uh, whether that's been cleared or not depends on the healing work that we've been doing. And then we can manifest things into form as well. And maybe we could just talk a little bit about how objects have even objects have good energy and bad energy and how that happens. Do you want to speak a bit, bit about that? Yeah, let's talk about the objects because um, I remember that one day uh, we were sitting in your living room and um, a friend of ours brought in all these different rocks from all from different places she had been. And remember the one rock that we had touched and it had such a horrible feeling about it. We couldn't touch it. Like we had to to drop it. It burnt our it burnt our hands. Yeah. And the energy yeah, was, going up our hand was terrible. Oh, I know that was horrible. But I mean sometimes you, even talking about it. I know. It's <laughs> awful. But it's it's just a prime example because you never know where you're gonna pick it up. Like she was just casually picking up these stones that she saw on her journey. Right. Mm -hmm. And um, with, it's just, just weird. And then out of all the stones, it was just that one stone that had that negative energy on it. Yep. And then what about antiques and, you know, from people, like if you think of people who have passed on the objects that we keep from, you know, people who have um, no longer in our lives, is it a good idea to be keeping if it's been a nasty, <laughs> no. either a nasty relationship or, you know, well, I guess, you know, someone who's passed on and someone dear to you, then, you know, that it's going to have good energy. But there's lots of objects from people um, that contain energy that we shouldn't be keeping around us. Exactly. There are some things that have um, such a strong attachment to it, like the people that left it behind. Sometimes they put um, such terrible thoughts into that object that that object just absorbs those terrible thoughts and it becomes like a curse. Mm -hmm. That's the best way I can put it. it's like a sponge just absorbing it and so they're touching it and it just keeps absorbing keeps absorbing and then before you know it all that bad energy is stuck on that object and that object becomes uh, nasty yep and And every time you go by it on to either go by it touch it if it gets passed on to somebody else that energy can 
you know what it makes me think of? Oh my goodness. Have you ever watched um, Weird or What with William Shatner? Oh, good Lord. Yes. Long, long time Oh ago. my God. I love him. He's so amazing. Well, this one show, they were talking about this. Um, well, there was a couple of things. One was a, a painting that someone had painted. And every time someone hung it up in uh, this painting in this house, and I think there were multiple copies of the painting, the houses would burn down. And then another object is actually in a museum down in uh, the uh, eastern uh, states, and it was a doll. And this doll was filled with all this negative energy. And if people passed by it in the museum and didn't get leave something for it, or I can't remember if it was, I think it was leave something for it or say something, they would have all this bad luck. Like, how can you speak to that? Is that true? I mean, weird or what? <laughs> well, it is weird or what. But remember, everything is based on intention. Mm -hmm. So you're throwing negative intentions at somebody or something. Okay. It's going to be, it's going to suck it up like a sponge, like I said. Mm -hmm. And then when um, it's got all this negative on it, then wow, that's reflected in anybody that goes near it. Yeah, They're going to be picking up that energy, especially uh, people who are very, very sensitive to energies. They're going to pick that up. And it's going to be like, that's so icky. Mm -hmm. That's why it's so important about grounding yourself before you go out in public, you know, doing things like that. Because you, you need to protect us empaths have to be protected. Well, so not just empaths, everybody. I mean, it's, it's, and it's even in the land. Like if you think about any place on the planet where there's been violence, whether it be on the land, in the water, um, in a building, it holds the energy of that violence. And I can attest to that because we've cleared land and properties and, some of it is nasty stuff that's there and it can affect, um, you know, uh, for the land, it can affect what's built on it. It can affect when people are on it. So we tend to think of, um, you know, energy, negative energy on people and, and in houses, I guess we have an understanding of it if people have, um, you know, ghosts in the house. Uh, but we don't think about the violence on the land and the histories of where we're setting up our cities, where we're living, um, even where we're playing, right? So, well, even we're building, building on sacred lands, mm -hmm. you know, and they're wondering why all these things happen in their house. Yeah. You know, yes. so and it's. Yeah. And then, and then when you're looking at energy too, like some of the practices, you know, like curses and hexes and black magic and bad medicine. And I guess that's why I like Reiki so much. Um, although, I mean, there have been deviations in the Reiki energy as well, but the true source of Reiki is that it can do no harm. That's the premise of it. Um, whereas a lot of other healing modalities can be used for harm as well as to heal. But, you know, like objects within, um, you know, some of the black magic, like somebody uses like voodoo dolls and stuff and people wonder, well, how can that actually work? Well, you're actually, it's the intention and then the energy that you're putting in there. But I think it's important to note, like, don't do that <laughs> for lots of good reasons. It's not nice, of course, to be doing, we're supposed to be moving into this much more loving uh, state as human beings. And we should have been a long time ago, I guess. But <laughs> the other part of it is you used to do something bad to somebody. It's going to come back to you, not tenfold, not a hundredfold, but a thousand times fold. So just just know that if you're going to do something against somebody that causes harm to them, then you're going to get it back. And and we're not messing around. They're not messing around anymore. You know, uh, the energies, the benevolent energies of the universe source, whatever you want to call it. It's like a boomerang effect, right? Yes. And it's instant, instant karma. Mm -hmm. So it's like, be careful what you put out there. Exactly. Always. 
Be careful of your thoughts. Okay. So maybe we can just kind of leave this for a little bit and then just kind of talk about, okay, well, we've kind of introduced all this. So what are some of the big no-nos that people do that you can speak to? Well, some of the big no-nos are, uh, number one, watch your thoughts. Okay, you put out negative thoughts, you're going to receive lots of negative. You put out positive, you're going to receive a lot of positive. Even when you're talking to a person, when you're talking to that person, be involved in that conversation. You know, always, always try to have the best of intentions wherever you go and whatever you do. Mm -hmm. yep. Learn that it's, you know, if something is negative, how do you change it into a positive? Switch your thinking. Just switch your thinking. One little thought, instead of doing, you do that one negative, then do three positives. Little things. Help. Well, and then, um, and that's absolutely true, because I just talked about a few, not long ago, about how, um, you know, the, our thoughts, it, it has been shown that, you know, even thoughts can create form. We can manifest things into being with our with our mental abilities, but sometimes with those mental abilities, when we manifest things into form, it's it's not for the highest aspect. I don't know. I'm, I'm gonna kind of leave that for now. That could be something we could talk about at another time. But what about calling in spirits um, rather than letting them come in, or Ouija boards, or Ew. Uh, I, ew. You know I have a thing. I don't about even that. like using the word. <laughs> I don't even like using that word. Um, I do not like them because they call in all spirits. They don't just call in good spirits. Right. So you never know what's going to come in. And I have had people who have used them and have had entities hanging on them for years years and every time everything started to go good for them everything just went right down into the toilet because that entity would grow heavier and heavier on them and it's really difficult to remove them so yeah please and I don't mean, you just play with those things yeah and then you just reminded me that you know once you open that door so what happens is you've invited them in so we have this law of consent you've consented to these energies coming in without any boundaries um you don't even know what you've opened yourself up to and you're operating at that frequency so all these other things are going to happen so and that's another thing when you operate at a low vibrational um frequency because of unhealed pain emotional pain physical pain even watching those paranormal shows, and in one of our episodes, I'm going to talk about how, you know, this actually happened. Um, you're vibrating at the frequency of those shows. So you're, you, they're not going to come through the TV at you. That's not what I'm saying. But now you're, you're, you've created this interest and curiosity and intention and frequency, and you're bringing them in. So um, some and people don't realize that when they do that, then their lives start to become quite chaotic and have they have tower exactly. moments. <laughs> exactly. And then they're going, I don't understand. I don't know why. Mm -hmm. um, okay, pay attention to what you watch. Pay attention to what you listen to. Pay attention to what's around you, what's going on around you. Well, and the you other know? thing, whether people believe it or not, with all this AI tech and even with all the YouTube videos, everything that's online, all the social media, which is why I'm not even on it anymore, these energies, um, they're not, energy isn't bound by anything. So, so much of this stuff is infiltrated and affecting people's fields, affecting people's emotions, even affecting their thoughts. I mean... Yeah, if you go back to, you know, I go back to when I did marketing 101 in, in school, in college, and, you know, they talked about, you know, subliminal advertising. Well, this is subliminal in a different way. They're using energy to get to people. So, but, uh, 
the other thing sometimes people don't think about is ending bad relationships, you know, abuse of any kind. And it creates these energetic cords between people. You can leave the person, you can physically leave them. But if there is a deep energetic connection, either emotionally or sexually, these cords can be reconnected. And then that relationship drain never ends. And you keep feeling pulled back into it, even though you don't want to be back into it. And those cords can be severed. Um, we can do that through a process. There's different ways to do it. But it's just, I'm just bringing that up so that people are aware so that they can do a check-in and go, oh, okay, well, maybe I'm feeling like this because I can't leave this person or I can't get moved forward because there's some energetic connection that I wasn't even aware of. And then when we get into addictions, oh my goodness, like so many people um, who are abusing drugs and alcohol, uh, there's actual beings that are attached into their light bodies and we can remove them. Uh, however, I'm always a bit cautious around it because unless that person is ready to do the deep healing and live in a different way, uh, then, you know, if they, if they keep falling back into that, then they're never going to get out of it. They'll just attract them back in. So, you know, these are just things that people need to consider and think about. And I, and it actually came up in uh, my class this weekend when I was teaching because I had a student come in um, from a previous class to help out. And there's a part where we, uh, you know, break habits. And I was kind of chuckling after saying, oh, well, I guess that when you were in class and you wanted to break that habit of smoking, that didn't really work for you. And then we had a good discussion around it with some of the students and you know, really smoking for some people is an addiction. So you can't break a habit when you're not healing the underlying um, reason why, you know, you need to smoke. So um, that's just one example. Um, anyway, so I that's guess a good gives, example. Yeah, I guess uh, it gives decluttering a whole different, uh, different meaning. Um, yes, declutter that old energy so that uh you That's another another life. day we're going to talk about that. Yes. <laughs> so, and I guess then it becomes, okay, well, you know, here's just different ways that all these energies can, these negative energies can exist, how they can affect our lives. They can be on our, in our, around our light bodies. They can be around other people that we're connected to. They can be in the objects are, that we everyday use. They can be in our business, in buildings, on the land. So then how do we protect ourselves? So any Reiki practitioner master has the ability to protect themselves with, with tools that were given during class. Um, I would say that there's other, there's so many different methods out there. Lots of uh, um, energy workers use, they have their own things that, they um, will use to try to protect themselves. However, it doesn't matter what you do. If you drink a lot of alcohol, take drugs, if you haven't healed those inner wounds, your energetic, um, energetic field or your light body or aura, whatever you want to call it, can leave you vulnerable for attack. So uh, especially uh, in Canada here where they have legalized uh, cannabis, uh, I won't get into that too much other than to say people don't understand that these things make Swiss cheese of your um, light body and then you're just open for attachments and attacks. And I was introduced to the 12D shield about three years ago and I swear by it with all the things that I've ever used and there's another reason why I needed a much heavier duty or shield too because of the work that the clearing work we do. I was getting so attacked in the past. Um, and this was provided to us through Lisa Renee of Energetic Synthesis. And you can actually find the 12D Shield and more information about it on the Energetic Synthesis website. And she does have a version of it on YouTube. But like I say to everyone, uh, you know, watch it so you understand how to make it form. You can visualize it. Don't worry about the music. Somebody said it sounds like funeral music. <laughs> It could sound it does real sound like funeral music. <laughs> once, once you say it, then it's stuck in your head, right? 
but it's really good. And I think I'll do in a separate episode just to talk about it a bit more because I've learned been learning more about it. And it's not just to protect your field. It, it cleans up and heals your aura. It, it uh, creates a, a much higher uh, quality uh, connection to that higher aspect of who you are and to source. And I've recommended to all my students and clients. And I even had one of my uh, Reiki kids uh, uh, students go to school and she introduced it to her class and her teacher. So I thought that was really not only brave of her, but pretty exciting that uh, uh, everybody was open to that. So do you have anything else you want more that you wanted to talk about as far as protecting your field? Any more tips or information, insights? Well, I do believe that we can also uh, protect ourselves with different stones, you know, different crystals. And that too makes a difference. It's sometimes it's just a temporary thing and we just need a temporary protection while we go in and out of someplace. But overall, with the way the energies are now, we just really need a good protection. And I believe that the 12D is like one of my favorite protections anyway. And I also do another one that is like um, a floating silk curtain wrapping around me, going around me. And it just swipe, wipes away all the negative energies. And yeah. I find that one is uh, nice too for mm -hmm. a quick, quick and easy one for when I'm running out the door. Yeah. But protect yourself, please, people. It's really important. And I think you brought up a really good point. Like as much as we're moving into these beautiful, amazing energies, like I think about when I taught Reiki in 2009 um, and now, like I said to my students, like to me, the energies felt so dense. It was just, I don't know how, it, uh, that's the only way I can describe it. But now they have such easy access to these beautiful energies and we have more easy access, more, that's the wrong word, but easy, easy access to these higher dimensional, beautiful beings. And we can see them, feel them, touch them in ways that we've never been able to before. But as much as we have access to that, we have these really nasty energies that are also being revealed and showing their nastiness more than they ever have. And um, we just have to be really hyper vigilant and making sure that we're checking in with ourselves. It's, um, you know, and being the observer, what's happening around me? Is this mine? Is this somebody else's? Have I taken this on? You know, it's anyways, I'll leave that there. But um how can a person know that they have unwanted discordant energies that need to be cleared from their person, place, or thing? So how do you how how do you refine that discernment? Well, as one person um, was letting me know one day, um, one of the first things is how are you feeling? Are you feeling discopulated? Are you feeling off? Do you feel heavy? Do you feel like there's a heavy weight on you? Are you feeling down? Those are all signs that you're being attacked. Okay. Oftentimes. Um, yeah. If you oftentimes. don't like how you're feeling, do a healing. James. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and I think I said that to you too. Like when you get to that point where it's, I mean, sometimes it's just human. We get busy and we just want to be by ourselves. But if you feel this, you know, just wanting to be pulled, you know, not around anybody. And I think you're going to, you, you're going to know if all of a sudden things start changing for you quite rapidly for no reason, there's been no event to cause it, then it's quite possible. And then there's other, um, you could be around people like me, <laughs> <laughs> who, who all of a sudden it, it affects me in my throat. I won't be able to talk. I'll feel the energies around you, you know, start coughing. I'll start coughing. I'll lose my voice. Like, um, or I'll just have a knowing that there's something on a person. It's like, exactly. Janet, call me back after you've cleared yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> but you know and just in your home your home feels heavy your home feels like everything is feels disrupted well you know there's something going on that's being displaced so do a smudging Well, it, it could even be as much, it could even be things all of a sudden, <clears throat> see, now we're talking about, I'm losing my voice. Um, <clears throat> it could even be something like, you know, you hear the door slamming or things are getting moved or, um, you know, your kids are having nightmares, And people's you're having moods nightmares are changing quickly. or you're Yeah. getting, and you know, the sleep paralysis or you feel a presence like there's all kinds of different ways that people could be experiencing it so don't dismiss it like whatever you're experiencing you're experiencing so don't let other people you know be uh, you know putting you down for it or or saying that can't be true like pay attention because if if and if if it's happening on a regular basis make notes of it um So what are some of the things, uh, other than calling Ghostbusters, <laughs> for immediate relief? You mentioned smudging. Um, Smudging is good. Having crystals, like one of my favorite is selenite yes. because selenite clears, it clears. Mm -hmm. So Smoky quartz. I have, yes. Yes, citrine actually is really good, too. Citrine's a good uh, clear, energy clear. Citrine, selenite, um, And you can wear crystals as well. Yeah, uh, yeah smudging. wear crystals as well. So these are quick cleaning things because uh, the thing about smudging that people have to be careful of is that just because you smudge doesn't mean they're gone. They could come back. Um, you can It's ask them true. to leave, you know, command your space. Um, and, it, you know, that's the great thing, too. If you getting feel like you're getting attacked at night, you can do the 12D at night before you go to sleep and you can command your space. So... Absolutely. Absolutely. You can do that. But all these little things together, there's always something that's going to work to work. Some people like to use San Paulo. I'm not a big fan of it. But um, That's incense, correct? uh, no, it's a stick. It's a It's a stick. it's not an incense. It's wood. Oh, right. Okay. Yes, I know what Yeah. you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Burning wood. <laughs> Well, some um, people aren't able to do that where they are, so yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's why for me, my personal favorite has to be the smudging in the selenite. Yes. And, um, We're calling you me. know, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> We're calling you. well, no, actually, now I say you're Holy Fire Reiki Master. You can clear your space. <laughs> so. Yes, you said that to me quite a few times. <laughs> Um, and then there's some clear, quick clearing techniques online that from some trusted sources. So James Gilliland of Assetti Ranch, um, Peter Maxwell Slattery, he also ha he has Assetti a, a Ranch in Australia, uh, Energetic Synthesis, you know, they do have some really quick um, clearing techniques. So you got to find what's going to work for you, what resonates for you. Exactly, And but I find your system with the Reiki works fantastic. Yes, and I was just It's going to immediate say, results. yeah, a Holy Fire Reiki Master has ability to to do the process and do the clearings. Um, you may know other Reiki Masters or energy workers who have the ability to clear. And as long, the, the key here is they have to be transmuting them out. And they're always given a choice. So we're not doing the work. So I'm not doing the work. Um, well, sometimes I am. So I'll just, I didn't realize I was still participating, but that's for another time. But Um, we're asking through the process these other beings to come in to help um, transmute them. And they're always given a choice because even these negative ones, they're all part of source. Everything comes from source, whether it's good or not good. And um, they're given the choice to ascend and, and go to the light or basically annihilate themselves. So it's surprising how many of them choose to be annihilated, but that is their choice. So And as far as doing this work energetically, it can be extremely hard and it can be downright dangerous. So ensure the person's qualified and knows what they're doing. So when I have some really big, tough clearings to do, I always get Bill to help me. So I've learned through some experiences what I am able to capable of doing and what I'm not capable of doing. 
And if I'm not sure, I always check in with you, <laughs> Janet. <laughs> so, <laughs> and we discovered, Bill and I, that, you know, we came to this planet equipped to do this and do this work together. So we do have a unique um, uh, energetic ability to do this. And we have done this, this work around North America, and we do it all at a distance. Um, I would never go to a property unless I happen to be there. And needed to clear it. And I'd say, I was thinking earlier when we were talking, I, we've done over 200 clearings, but I think I think it's probably more like 300, big and small. So, um, yeah, that you've done a lot of them, and people have gone back to the places and went, I can't believe the difference from the last time I was here. And so they feel that difference that clearing has made because energy, it's just energy is energy, right? So whatever the intention is behind that energy. And when you clear those places out, it gets rid of all that negative and people now feel better when they go into these places. Yeah. So it's And it works and it works wonderful. every time. So yes. you know that too, because you've done them yourself and you've been in places where you need to clear them and you've gone back to them and you've, you've felt the difference, you know, oh, and I, I get upset when I watch these paranormal shows and they go in there and they disturb all the beans and they don't do anything. And I get that some people have built their whole businesses around having haunted places for people to come and visit. Um, but these beans aren't meant to be there. You know, some of them don't know they passed on. Some have unfinished business. Some don't want to go. Some are ETs. I shouldn't be there <laughs> at all. <laughs> um, so and they some need just to love be their freed. place so much they want to stay. Yeah, but they need to be freed and moved on. They shouldn't be stuck here in that in that plane. That's um, That's true. So I think you know, in in the future podcasts that we're going to do here, we're going to show share with the audience some of the work we've done. And we'll do it like a case study format. We'll tell the client's story. Then we'll have you uh, weigh in, Janet, and uh, see what you get from spirit. Then the follow-up. And then Bill and I will do the clearing. And then we'll do a post-clearing uh, check-in. And we have lots of stories to share. Some of them are <laughs> sound like a science fiction movie. Um, but I open it up to the audience as well. If you feel that um, you, your place, um, needs to be cleared, whether it's residential, commercial, or property, like land, um, you can contact me through my website, which is earthlightenergies.org, and light is, is L-I-G-H-T, energies is E-N-E-R-G-I-E-S, and .org, not com. Uh, anything else you'd like to add, Janet, before we wrap up? Beautiful. Beautiful. Okay. Anything else you wanted to add at all? No, because I remember a lot of these cases and they were very, very interesting. And I'm just going to tell everybody that um, when they listen to the stories, they it will blow some of their socks off. Yes. And it was some of them were, were very, very sad. Mm -hmm. But in the end, it turned out it helped communities to heal. Yes. So I think that's the wonderful part mm -hmm. that you work with this energy and you can take something that's so negative and turn it into something beautiful and help the healing. Right. And in some oh. of these projects, you know, we do this work and then we, we have no idea like what was the effect of it. And then there are cases where we actually and in some surprising ways got the feedback and in some of them it wasn't just me it wasn't just you know the three of us there were times when I when I asked other people to participate and I know one big clearing we did we actually had 22 people help with it or in the early days when you know our fields weren't quite there and had powerful powerful results and were able to get feedback from that as well so it's pretty cool and interesting i love just i just love this work <laughs> i love i love doing sessions on people but i tell you this is like the detect that's why i call it the ladies number one detective agency because i just love being able to be you know have this 
problem that needs to be solved and finding out all the history and the background and, you know, being the detective with you to kind of get to the bottom of it and then finding a solution that that has some pretty amazing results. So, Absolutely. And the, the fun part of it is you're very, very tenacious. So <laughs> you're very kind. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying tenacious, okay? <laughs> because you got to take it with a sense of humor. But being ten tenacious for you is so important because you're always trying to get to the bottom of it. How can we get this solved? How can we get this healed? How can we get this fixed? Very How important. How can we defeat these awful energies and what they're doing to people? It's like you're not going to be allowed to do this. Exactly. You know? And you're not going to let the awful ones win. Yeah. And that's the beautiful part of it. Mm -hmm. So, no, that's why we just enjoy. I enjoy the, the work that we do. And it's um, amazing. And it's fun for me to even distantly, distantly look at these different places and um spirit shows me everything that's going on in in that building and then going from there picking up those energies of that negative and then you come along and in you go you got it all cleared in no time at all and then i look again and i can see where it's been cleared and the people come back to us t telling us how how much better it is yes, and how much easier just to work in those places now because that negative energy is gone. Yeah. And I just love working with you because it's, you tell the story, like I get the energy, but you tell the story. I mean, Bill gets some stuff too. Sometimes he doesn't. Um, and then when we all get together and we're doing something, it's so phenomenal what happens because we're just feeding off each other and we're connecting and we're given, you know, um, information that is yeah pretty interesting so it is it is it's awesome i absolutely love it well thank I love you it. for joining thank you for joining me today janet and before we sign off here i just wanted to leave you all with a tip because we know we just heard about how energy is so powerful it's our thoughts our emotions and I would just like you to take a few minutes or spend the rest of your day or evening spreading heartfelt love through a smile, a touch. You can just sit there and think of someone beaming love from your heart to them, even someone that you might not have a great relationship with them. You know, uh, just take the higher ground, send them love, meditate in that energy of love, whatever feels right for you, but just do it. Then pay attention to how not only you feel, but how the rest of your day goes. And with that, have yourself a fabulous day.